Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean Line Media presents the Olivia Fox Podcast. What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Olivia Fox Podcast. She is me and I am she and we are up in here all up and through season two. Got to thank you guys so much for supporting us and sticking around for another new season. You know, we had to do it during Black History Month and y'all know how I do it. I'm always excited to highlight Black excellence. And if it's a female with the Black excellence, that's even better. So that's what I'm doing today. First of all, I got to say this. Follow me on social media, Olivia Fox Radio. You can find me everywhere. And you like this podcast, subscribe to this podcast and tell everybody what we're doing and spread the word. I would appreciate that. So let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, I have two dynamic black women. Okay. And not only are they uh, entrepreneurs, but they're also best friends. I just watched a clip of them on the Today Show. They have been on Yahoo Finance, Afrotech. They are the first Black women-owned citrus-based liquor in the United States. I hope I don't mess y'all's names up, but give me me a little little grace. But please welcome to the Olivia Fox uh, podcast, Taya Rashid and Daphne Carter. Did I get it right? Yes, ma'am. You got it. Awesome. Right. <laughs> How you guys doing? We're good. <laughs> You're like, we're good. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just happy you? to be here. I'm happy to highlight more black women doing big things. And I'm just so excited that you guys were able to to come on and have a chat. So let's get into it. I watched the Today Show interview because I was like, okay, wait a minute. Now they was on the Today Show. Let me see what's going on. Love Hoda. And I heard that you guys are best friends, but you guys met as dance moms. Tell everybody a little bit about your history before we get into what it is that y'all have put together and are now pushing all over the United States with this wonderful liquor. Girl, I wish I had me a, a drink right now. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. Let's get into the history of you guys. You want me to start this one off, Dad? Sure. <laughs> so for me, um, we decided, little backstory. So my husband's in the music industry. We were in New, in, living in New Jersey. He was working in New York. He decided he wanted to go to L.A. Well, felt like New York was difficult enough, but trying to think about moving young kids from New York to L.A. just seemed almost impossible. So it was like, listen, you're going to do this for two years. We'll go to Houston. We'll live with family. They can, you know, get to know their grandparents and their cousins like and then we'll all come back to New York. Was that ideal plan, right? So when we got here, my oldest child was completely devastated by the move. You know, world was over. She was going to third grade. We had like completely, you know, taken the rug from under her. And she was devastated, depressed, sad. So I'm like, I have to find something for my kid to do. Right. So she was dancing in New Jersey. So I'm like, I'm going to find her a dance school here. Well, 
lo and behold, while we were at church one day, someone from a dance school invited her to come and visit, which happened to be the same school or dance studio where Daphne was taking her girls. And so immediately her oldest daughter embraced my child and took her in and just made her feel welcomed and at home and literally saved my child's life. And that's how it all really began. (laughs) So basically you had to relocate. Yeah. Look, I'm doing the Reader's Digest version. You had to relocate, but you decided to go to Houston and see God always has a plan. He always works it out. He always brings people into your life for a reason. And you guys happen to meet under great circumstances. Your kids end up hitting it off. And here you guys are. So Houston is beautiful. It's wonderful. Tons of black excellence there. How was the adjustment to get there? And how did making this great friend, this new friend, help you to adjust to the new area that you were in after leaving New Jersey and the New York area? Because it's quite different, Texas and, and the East Coast. You know what's funny? I think you are the first person to ask me that question. <laughs> and it was actually huge, right? Because even though I had family here, they were not a part of my real day-to-day, right? So I was here with uh, twins in kindergarten and an older one in third by myself because Azim was mm-hmm. flying here every other weekend, sometimes when he could every weekend, but the day to day was really on me. And when I tell you this woman was like my saving grace, (laughs) because not only did she like become family to my daughter, she became family to me, right? Because when it came to the point where Azim and I, we were talking about the move back to Jersey, I told him two things. I'm like, oh my God, we finally found a church that we love. And I have the Carters. Like, I can't even imagine. I, like, it was when I tell you, it was like the, the start of the thought of moving and leaving her in the church family we found was devastating because that's how right. much I become dependent on her and our friendship. You know that that is so beautiful. Um, and and you know, I hope you guys know how fortunate you are to have a good, good girlfriend. Because honestly, to me, there's nothing better than your good, good girlfriend. (laughs) I mean, the one where you can really be yourself, you can kiki about, you can get serious, you're there for one another, supporting each other. And so to be like, we gonna move again. I know you were like, "Uh uh-uh, let's put the brakes on it. (laughs) I'm here now. I'm not leaving my girl. (laughs) Well, I love you, but wait a minute. (laughs) We are a unit, but a (laughs) rug. <laughs> right. Like I'm staying. <laughs> so you ended up staying and you guys, you know, formed this amazing friendship, wonderful supporting one another. What happened next? What was the next step in your journey together? I think so years later, almost 8 or 9 years later, my mm-hmm. husband who's a twin, um we were traveling to celebrate their 50th birthday in the French Riviera, and it was about 18 couples. We had an amazing time, yet after hosting 18 couples, we needed to go over and decompress. So my husband and I decided we were going to go over to the Amalfi Coast for a few days, invited Tayan and Azim over with us. And so 
I had been a fan of limoncello for many, many years. And so, you know, everywhere you go in Italy, someone offers you limoncello. So I was like assessing everyone's limoncello. My husband says, you should get your own limoncello if you feel this strongly about everyone's limoncello. So we joked about it that day. And then the next day at dinner, he said it again. I had had a few drinks. So when Taya came and we had been really thinking about uh, doing something together, you know, when you're together and spend so much time together, you're like, well, what can we purpose our hearts and our minds and our hands to do that's actually productive, like that's purposeful um, and can make a difference in someone's life. And so we had already been thinking about things to do. And so when Stephen, my husband mentioned the limoncello, waited until Ty had a few drinks and said, hey, do you want to say yes, the limoncello, you want to do this business together? She said, yes. And we actually thought it was going to be like a slow burn, like a slow start to it. Um, but I'm married to a serial entrepreneur who goes from zero to 60 literally in two seconds. So when we get back um, from our amazing trip, I would say in less than 30 days, we had an LLC. We were established. We had a name for the business. We had a name for the beverages. We had identified a distillery in Florida for our product. And we were actually headed to Jacksonville to meet with our distillery to determine the formula for both of our um, liqueurs. And so things moved pretty fast once we um, you know, returned back to the States from our trip. And so... I would probably say the rest is history, but we're still writing the history. So I'll say the rest is leads us up to where we are now. Now, for those who are, don't drink or don't know, can you tell us a little bit about exactly what limoncello is and what it tastes like and how your brand may be different from others? I mean, like, what's going to make me want to go and get a bottle? Because you know I'm going to get one. <laughs> should as you should you know here's the thing so limoncello is the ingredients are very simple it's um like lemon peel or the zest of lemon um some like grain-based alcohol most of the time you can do vodka or some other grain-based alcohol and a, a sweetener whether you do honey or um, simple syrup or sugar um, and so the ingredients are very simple. What makes limoncello so amazing is actually our limoncello. We use Meyer lemons, organically grown in Florida. And so you take the zest of that sweet Meyer lemon and you mix it um, with a high quality grain alcohol. You add um, the best agave or, or sugar that you can have, um, natural, organic, great sugar. Um, you add that together, you mix it, and you grate a great, great liqueur. Now, usually liqueurs are very syrupy and sweet. We didn't want that syrupy and sweet. We wanted the versatility of the drink. So if you think about a liqueur being very sweet and syrupy, and you think about a vodka, we sit right in the middle. So you can mm. sip it, you can take a shot, or you can mix it on a cocktail, and that's the versatility. And you can do that with the limoncello. Berry cello is made the same way, except we use organic raspberries that are actually grown in blackberry soil. So once the blackberries are ripe, they're pulled up, and the raspberry plants are planted there. So you taste our raspberry liqueur, and at the end of your palate, um, at the end of that sip, you're going to also taste blackberries. And so made the same way, very simple ingredients, but uh, an amazing drink. We, we call it a luxe drink, um, not luxe in the, in the sense of material things, but luxe in everyone deserves the finest things in life. And so why not have a sip of our limoncello or baricello? Absolutely. There's so much, you know, when, when I'm doing interviews and I hear stuff, I'm like, there's like a million questions in my mind and I had a thousand when I came in. So excuse me if I'm asking y'all a thousand questions, because there's so much I want to know. You're so right. there's someone listening right now and, you know, they're thinking, 
I thought when you made a business, it took so long for the process and you guys just moved right. Cause when I watched the today show, when you guys were on there, I think you were saying that it hadn't even been a year. So what was the secret that you think other than your husband being an entrepreneur and going from zero to 60 in two seconds, but what was the, um, the thing that, that put you where you wanted to be in such a short amount of time? Because that doesn't happen a lot. I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs and they're like, you know, it's been years and, you know, we've been working so hard and here we are eight years. You know what I mean? But you guys just went right into it. What, what was the what was the key to that? I wouldn't. So I'm going to say keys because I think it's like plural. Like I think so many things went into it. Right. Mm-hmm. First, we're women of faith. And so we think we entered into everything. And, and I don't want to use that cliche like we prayed. I mean, I think we went into everything knowing that like God loves a plan. He loves a great plan. Um, And so we did not just dream. We actually Mm -hmm. used the plan, like had a strategy, had weekly meetings. We treated it like a business from the start. We had business meetings. There were business plans. I mean, we treated it as if we were showing up to our corporate job every single day. And so I think that 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 plan, that that prayer filled plan saying to God, we just aren't praying about this. Like we actually are willing to put in the work and the plan and have you bless it. And I think we all meaning Ty and I, as well as our husbands, each brought a different skill set to the table. So I think another key ingredient is, you know, illicit free um, labor, you know, friends, cousins, husbands, you know, they you know, the the guys work for us uh, for free. Yeah, they have immense talent. And so we leverage that talent um, as part of the strategy to build this business. So I would say it's a few keys. Ty, anything to add to that? No, I I think that it, it all came together because sometimes things haven't, you know, I talk about a reason and a season, but a lot of it is timing because there are a number of things that happen. And your point, even being on the Today Show, that we're sitting in those moments and we're, and we like, we ask how do we get here, but we know how we got there. Right. But I think a lot of, a lot of it was, even though we didn't know anything about this business, right. But there are a lot of underlying talents and skills to make it successful. We really were open to whatever and, and like open to every experience, right. We didn't say no to anything, even when we were concerned, fearful, we didn't really, put any barriers up if that makes sense, right? Because I think a lot of time the failure is because you're questioning and afraid to go forward. And I don't think we ever let fear lead or get in the way, right? So I think when you do that, you just break down a lot of barriers because you don't limit yourself from the very beginning. There wasn't ever that question, is, should we or why, right? We just went for it. <laughs> fear is like handcuffs. Yes. You know what I mean? When you have that doubt and like, well, I don't know, and <laughs> tiptoeing but when you have that faith where it's kind of like you know somebody's got your back and you yes. can't fail yes. it it just makes it so much more real so let's talk about the business the business is called lord i hope i don't mess this up it's it's <laughs> here we go because she beverage correct am i right did i say it right yes yes so here's the, i can tell you here's the way to remember so the, the way to remember the business, it's actually a combination of our last names. So my last name is Carter. Her last name is Rashid. It's Kashid. 
So many, many years ago, when our kids were friends, um, back dancing together younger, at a young age, we were always together. And, you know, people would start to say, when the kids started calling us the, us the sh- Kashis, they would be like, oh, whenever we were together, like, oh, we're the Kashis. And to the point that other dance families, when they would see us together, would say, oh, they're the Kashis. We even had a talent night, like the Kashi talent night. Um, and so we just became known as the Kashis. And so that's the way to remember when you're like, well, how do I pronounce it? Well, it's Carter and Rashid together is Kashis. I love that. How creative is that? Easy to remember. That's for sure. So, yes, indeed. So you've got the Daphne Berry Limoncello and the Daphne Limoncello. So where can people get it? You know, are you open to bringing your product? I don't know what those are called, but when uh, companies bring their their product into different environments, like it could be a social event. Do you guys do that kind of thing? What is that called when they because I'm always there to get the drinks, but I don't really know what (laughs) what that is called. And do you do that? And how do we <laughs> get you to D.C.? OK, look, I'm trying to bring it around. How do we bring you to D.C.? <laughs> You're like, you save me from myself. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Hello. Just come, just come to D.C. Listen, we're trying to expand. We're in three states now, Florida, Texas, and California. You can buy it online. Um, however, if you are having an event, we can definitely come and get the proper temporary paperwork to do a tasting or an activation in D.C. Um, and, and An activation. Yes. Okay. That sounded familiar. <laughs> an activation. You know, but Olivia, here's what I'm going to say to you. Taya and I started this business by hanging out with our friends. So this whole thing came together because Almost every weekend, we had a group of girlfriends and they would gather at my home and we shared life together. We cried together. We laughed together. We fought cancer together. We fought back against divorces and families together. Like we were a unit and we would come together every weekend, almost every weekend. And and two things guaranteed at my house. You're going to get good food and good drinks. Well, the limoncello was like the shortcut because I was like, I can't keep creating all these amazing cocktails every time they would come. So it started from friendship and sharing life together, fun and faith and friends. So that's actually how this whole thing, and most of this is birthed in that. In fact, our friends help us choose the bottle. They helped us choose the, 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 the formula for the tasting. So that is so much of that. So I say that to say we do so many social events in Houston. So instead of us coming to D.C., my question is, when are you coming to Houston to be a part of our social events in our backyard? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Look, the Southwest fly to Houston. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Every hour. Every hour. <laughs> Because I hear Houston is like that, okay? Honestly, that is so wonderful. So how much effort or how much did you work 
and hands on and coming up with the flavor. And how does that work? Do you sit down with people? You have mixologists. How does that process happen? This is so interesting to me to be able to take something, an idea and just see it through fruition. It's amazing. Olivia, we'll have to send you the pictures. We we have pictures and videos of us having the kids in the kitchen, like zesting lemons to help us out because we were like had a whole like, science experiment going on. Okay, we were doing different amounts of lemon peel with different amounts of base alcohol, and how long do you let it sit and ferment in the jar? And like it was a whole process. And finally, our husbands got tired of us, and they were like, "We will be two years in if we wait for y'all." <laughs> To come up with something. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so we had to sit in our little mason jars and they were like, this is taking too long. We can't do this. <laughs> right. um, the good mason so jar. Okay. We had, we had, and listen, we had like 30 something mason jars, like literally 30. That's how many different formulas we had. For round and then one. We had another event. Yeah. Then we had another event with like, I don't know, 12 to 15 friends, and we forced them to, to sample taste almost 20 different types of limoncello. And uh, literally, it was like uh, like wine, Somalian. You know, it's like they were literally like the flavor, the smell. And so we also used them mm-hmm. to, to grade other limoncellos um, to help in our formula. So it was a big thing. However, even with all of that fun, the most important and fun process was traveling to Jacksonville with our distiller. And he had, we'd given him sort of like what we thought we liked. He had sent us samples and we got a chance to go down there. And right in front of our face, he was mixing different variations of the ingredients until we landed on something that we loved. And that was fun. Well, I bet. I bet. So folks are listening right now. They're like, well, we don't live in the three states. So how do we go about getting this limoncello? How, you know, folks over here on the East Coast, my mom and daddy or my mom in St. Louis, how do we support you? We would love to support. You can go to our website and there's a buy now button at the top. So go to our site, DaphneLimoncello.com. And it's Daphne, D-A-P-H. A-N-E, Limoncello, L-I-M-O-N-C-E-L-L-O.com. And you guys are obviously on um, social media because I think I follow both of y'all on Instagram. Can you guys share with folks what your social media is? Yeah, it's Daphne Limoncello. It's the same thing. So you can look for us. We also have- Beautiful uh, pictures too, I might add on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. We're also Limoncello Life on social media. That's what's on our blog, Lifestyle. So this is not just a beverage. This is a lifestyle. I meant to ask this earlier, but I'm going to double back. Alcohol being such a male-dominated industry, how was that for you guys, not only being females, but being Black females, to decide to come into this industry? Did you have any haters? Was it any kind of resistance? Because I know husbands were there, like, don't start, don't won't be nothing. <laughs> so how did you guys handle that? <laughs> no, I don't even think we had any of those type of roadblocks. We, it was actually... The other way around, like people were just openly and freely offering us support and information. And we were like, wait a minute, did that just happen? Like we were like randomly call people, surprise, one surprise they would answer. And then two, that they would invest like so much of their personal time and support to us. Like 
people they'd never heard of or, or talked to before in their lives. So I think we experience the opposite, right? Deb, am, wow. am I wrong? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that the piece too is that like, that Ty is not sharing so people will know is that we both are very tenacious. And so I would find like who was an expert in an area and I would literally research until I found their mobile phone number and then I would call them. <laughs> are you and a Scorpio by any way? <laughs> I am not. I'm a Gemini. And I would, oh. and like my tenacity and grit, I would say my best friend and I are trying to do something and we don't have a clue, but you do. And so what will it take for you to pour into us? And so I think I would say like, that's a lesson learned for folks. Like enter into a space with humility, a willingness to learn. And, and, and it's okay, just that like we sit at the father's feet and he grants us everything that we need. That sometimes there's people in an industry that just by sitting with them and learning from them in a spirit of curiosity, Yes. Uh, people will point to you. And so when Ty is saying that, like, I think people were also shocked by our boldness. You know, we would just email folks and say, hey, here, here, my name is Daphne and my name is Taya. And here's what we're trying to do. And, you know, I often say that I don't take no for an answer because no is the first part of not yet. So every time someone would say no to me, I would say, oh, you mean not yet? Oh, okay. So not yet. Are you going to meet with me? But next week you might. So I think a lot of that, Tyler is not saying, but a lot of that was just pure grit and tenacity and never giving up. But here's the thing. I, and, and I feel that tenacity, but you guys, and I'm, I'm not being corny because I don't be saying stuff unless I mean it, but your energy, you know what I mean? People... People can feel, and I'm not even drinking, but people can feel when people are real and down to earth and are really about their business. And seriously, it goes a long way because I think, you know, in the world that we're living in, people can be very superficial and very narcissistic and, you know, really about what they can get for themselves from you. And the fact that you came from it that way, like, could you please, you know, share with us or maybe inform us or teach us when you're coming from that way and being so positive in your energy? I'm sure that people were like, sure, this, da, 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 da. and that is such a beautiful thing. But also, I believe you guys are just anointed. <laughs> I do. Because you don't hear stuff like this for things to just move, you know, like not to say you haven't had, but seriously, it sounds like y'all anointed. I wish I was there so I could rub some of y'all's anointing <laughs> on me. Look, you see, I brought it back to me. Oh, baby, I'm telling you, we're that, all that's Listen, the spirit of Daphne Carter. Time. So I'm just like leaning all into it because, <laughs> it, listen, she is a prayer warrior. And she is like, you know, she's kind of saying, you know, we hosted this. Like, she doesn't just host anything. Everything she does is elevated to this whole other level, right? Even our trip to Italy where she hosted 18 couples, it was the experience of a lifetime for everybody there. We're talking about people who have traveled and done lots of different things. When I tell you that the Carter twins like made this the experience of a lifetime, it was all that and more. So she doesn't halfway do anything ever. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. And look where you are. Look what you're doing. So how many years has it been today that you guys have been in business with this limoncello? Oh, gosh. So, so what's it been? Six, 16 months? That's it? 
Yes. It, it'll... Yeah. So from September 2022. Yeah. That has got to be some kind September of record. September 2022. <laughs> that has got to be some kind of record. <laughs> See, I need to get on the plane. Listen, to come down I'll Houston. make you. Listen. I'm telling you. Here's the thing. This is what. Wow. This is what Faith does. We did our very first TV um, appearance here in Houston, and we weren't even on shelves. Yes. <laughs> the pre-order. And literally we only had online presence. Ooh. Yeah, we weren't on any one shelf in a store. You could not walk in and buy it in the store. No one would even pick us up. We were begging people to carry us. And we go on the show and they're like, where can you find us? We're like, here online. And literally people were like, what? No, they need to be in stores. And then four days later, I received a messenger on social media messenger from someone who said, I, know, I knew you 18 years ago when we talked together. And the story goes on. And she said, I'm going to connect you with my brother, who's an executive of one of the largest alcohol chains. And I'm going to make sure you get on shelves. And I had not spoken to her in 18 years. You know what, Daph? We have to step back because I don't wow. think we have mentioned this before. But that was that kind of led to us getting like the biggest store presence. But we have to take a moment and think two African-American independent liquor owners because they brought us in before anyone else would even speak to us. And that is Dots in Missouri City and SKO in Pearland. Like those two women believed in us and gave us a chance before anyone else would. They had no reason to put our product on their shelves. And they did. They supported us and were and, and believed in us and our story from the very beginning. That's even and more got, unbelievable. Well, that, That's crazy. We also have to shout out uh, the Chantel McWilliams, who's the one of the co-owners oh, of Trez. Yes. No restaurants would carry us. And another black female who said, come on, I will give mm-hmm. you a chance. And then it opened the door and everyone was like, oh my gosh, you're carried here. Now we want to carry you. So I think, thank you so much for that, Taya, because we have to say that, you know, as black women, mm-hmm. we do look out for each other. We do care about each other and we can support each other. Yes. It doesn't have to be a competition. Taya knows I say this all the time to people. There is room at the table for everyone. And if you find yourself at a table and there's not room, then girl, get you a folding chair and tell mm-hmm. somebody to move over. Don't walk away from the table. Yes. Just say, honey, make some room for me. I brought a folding chair. I'm always ready. I go to a table and if I, it looks like they're not going to welcome me at the table, I just say, oh, you're not yet going to welcome <laughs> me, but I'm still going to sit down. So not no, not yet. It leaves the door open. Wow. I know there are folks right now that are listening to this podcast that are so inspired by your story. Um, They're probably looking right now like, how can I get me some of this again? And I, you know, I'm just so excited and, and pleased that I've had this opportunity to even have you guys here on this podcast, because again, I've, I'm always trying to highlight us. And when it's black women, I mean, that hits me right in my heart because I am a black woman and my mother's a black woman. And I just love me some black women, especially when we are about lifting one another up. And you guys are like, you know, everything 
that that this podcast is about. And I just appreciate you so much for coming on and sharing this incredible story. And I, you know, now you're the first black women owned citrus based liquor in the entire United States. How does that feel to hear that? That's a good question. I, <laughs> I don't know. We think we're so normal. I don't know if we hold on to that. Yeah. We're so normal, Olivia. Like, listen, I'm telling you, we're so normal to the point where like, you just have to understand how normal we are. So like, we don't even hold on when we talk, we're talking about like, you know, the husband who left his shoes in the middle of the floor for the like 19th time. And I'm about to lose my mind or, you know, I can't wait to tell Taya the story where I like bought this dress and I was like, Oh, I'm going to look so cute. And I wore the dress backwards all day long. You know, like I can't wait. Like, so we're normal. We're so normal. So I don't know if we hold on to that. Like, who can hold on to you being the first black something when you don't even know how to put on a dress the right way, girl? <laughs> no. So y'all real folk. No, yeah, Olivia, to the point where, and I have to correct myself because sometimes I do a lot of our tastings. You know, we've gotten to the point where now we can kind of afford to hire a couple of people every once in a while. But I'm doing the tastings and somebody will say, Oh wait, this is your product. I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't say that because I'm like, I'm sitting there like talking about the quality of the product and how delightful it is, and you know, I say it, but clearly I don't say it like I don't own it enough. Like I don't, I guess I'm not boastful about it. So I'm like, wait, wait, did you just say that this is your company? I'm like, well, yeah, but it's really good. You should try it and buy some because like I wouldn't steal you wrong. They're like, but no, like you, like that's amazing. You own it. So I'm like, oh yeah, this is yours. Right. <laughs> You made this. Right. Did you hear what you created? Like, lady, this. did you hear what you just said? <laughs> that is beautiful. That's so still humble, you know, out there, you know, pushing it. And they don't even know. Like, do y'all know who y'all sit next to? These are we the call it <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, I always say this. Um, Somebody will this, say, "What are y'all saying? doing today?" We'll say, "We are out here." We'll say, "We're out here peddling limoncello." What you doing? And doing it well. And doing it well. <laughs> you know, I love this quote by Julia Roberts. She says, "I am an ordinary person doing ha, with an extraordinary job," and that is you guys. You're ordinary folk, but you're doing this extraordinary um, venture. And I'm so proud of y'all. I don't know you from a can of paper, but I am so proud of you guys. Thank you. Seriously. This is amazing. Really. So tell folks again how they can get get your product and where they can find you. You can buy us online anytime if you're not in Florida, Texas, or California at DaphneLimoncello.com. Daphne, D-A-P-H-A-N-E, Limoncello.com. In Texas, Specs, Dots, Sco. Is there another location, Daphne? Angel. Angel. Is that the name of the liquor store? That is the name of the liquor store. Angel. Angel. How ironic is that? <laughs> like, girl, I'm about to go go to Angel's. Give me some, give me some liquor. Say that again. <laughs> and in California and Florida. We're in a few total wines. And I think now we have, um, what's the other location in California? The Independent. Emilio's. Emilio's. Well, I don't know if y'all know this, but Prince George's County, Maryland is one of the most affluent 
counties for African-Americans. And so we are waiting for y'all to come on through. Come on up to Maryland. There's tons of tons of professional black folk who are spending money, buying homes, you know, running businesses. And we would love to be able to support you guys. So whenever y'all make it up this way, holler at me. I'll MC. We will. With my drink in my hand. We're there. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. We definitely will. I look forward to it. Ladies, it has been a pleasure. Taya Rashid and Daphne Carter, also known as Kashid. I love it. I love it. Kashid Beverage. I appreciate you guys so much. You guys have truly, truly blessed my uh, second season and also kicked off a wonderful Black History Month. You guys have made history. I'm sure you will continue to do so. And I just I just wish you continued success. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yes. All right. I wish I could say, well, I'm about to go get me a shot, but I can't. So you have to have one for me. You may receive a little something in the mail. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if something heads your way. (laughs) And look, don't be surprised if y'all sitting at home on one Sunday and you hear a knock at the door. They're going to be like, who is that? Be like, oh, I think that's that woman we talked to two months ago. I'm like, hey, y'all. We would welcome you with open arms. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to it. You guys, thank you so much. I'm going to let you go. Thank you guys, you. please support okay. this company. Please support these we women. Will. They are dynamic and incredible. And they are of strong faith. And so look at God. That's going to do it for the Olivia Fox podcast. And we will talk again soon. The Olivia Fox podcast is produced and hosted by Olivia Fox. Executive producer Ken Johnson. Get the Olivia Fox podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, comment, and rate. Follow Olivia Fox on IG at Olivia Fox Radio. Follow the Mean Old Line Media Podcast Network at Mean Old Line Media. Get the Mean Old Line Media app in the App Store or on Google Play. The Olivia Fox Podcast is a Mean Old Line Media production. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.